Hi, everyone. This is Lori Joyner from Lori Joyner Ministries. Welcome to my podcast, where we talk practically about all things discipleship related, such as where to find people to disciple, what to do on a typical discipleship appointment, and how to help our disciples grow in Christ. Whether you're just starting out or looking to sharpen your discipleship skills, you're in the right place. Well, hey, friends, it's Lori Joyner, your discipleship coach. From time to time, we may see something in our disciple that needs to change. When you spend time spiritually, one-on-one, discipling a person, getting to know them deeper, sharing your life with them, you may see some things that need to be addressed. It could be that they tend to be a little too sarcastic, or maybe they're really critical. Perhaps they run people down as a hobby. Or maybe they just see life as a chore to get through. Maybe they're habitually late to meet with you. They run their spouse into the ground. They use social media to be divisive. Whatever the issue is, if you feel it could hinder them looking more like Christ over time and discipling somebody else in the future, you're going to need to address it. So speaking the truth in love is a phrase. It's used to describe this kind of conversation, that we're going to speak the truth about a situation, but we're going to do it in the most loving, kind way we possibly can. Now, I will tell you, this is a tough part of discipleship. This is one of the hardest parts of discipleship for me. When I feel God is making an issue clear to me about a gal I um, I love, I'm discipling, I, I always feel this big knot in my stomach because I don't want to hurt her feelings. I don't want her to quit meeting with me. I don't want to come across judgmental as if I think I'm perfect. So I usually shy away from this. I, I try to you know dismiss the issue in my mind. But sometimes some things cannot be dismissed. Some things will simply hinder them in the future and their role in the Great Commission. And really, who else will bring this up to them? Because I believe if somebody else did have the guts to bring it up with them, they might have already done that and the issue would be resolved by now. Often, God uses the loving discipler to shed light on an area of a person's life they may have a blind spot to. Today, let's unpack five fundamental items you need to grasp before you ever have this conversation of speaking the truth in love. Number one, you must pray. Ask God to help you understand the issue. Have you speak in a loving, caring way. Pray that God will prepare your disciples' heart to receive what you have to say. And listen, you need to pray a lot. Okay. This isn't just a one-off prayer one day before you walk into your discipleship appointment with your disciple. You need to be bathing this issue in prayer, asking for God's wisdom, asking for God's guidance, asking for God's timing. Number two, if you're going to have a conversation where you speak the truth in love, do it face to face, never email or text or I would say even talk on the phone, this conversation needs to take place face to face so that this person can see your facial expressions. They can see your eyes of love, your eyes of care. 
your hands, your body language. They need to see that you have an open heart to help them change. This should never be a rush conversation. I do believe it needs to go at the end of the discipleship appointment, unless your entire appointment is going to be about this. But don't bring up an issue and then think you're going to go through some other Bible study that day on a different topic, because I'll tell you, your disciple will be so distracted by what you brought up. They won't have time to really marinate it and bring it before the Lord. It's going to be difficult for you to turn the corner and just push them through a different Bible study on a different topic. So I would save this issue to the end of a discipleship appointment, but make sure there's ample time to do it. This should not be rushed. Number three, always make deposits before withdrawals. Make sure your disciple has heard and experienced your affirming words about her. That's what we would call making a deposit before making a withdrawal from their life through a hard conversation, such as a speaking the truth and love issue. Week by week, your disciple needs to hear your affirming words in their growth in Christ. You are praising any step of faith they are taking. You are seeing growth in their life and you are saying it. You're calling it out. Celebrate any step of growth, any step of faith, any step of bravery you possibly can. If your disciple memorizes a verse of scripture, you are celebrating that. You're saying, way to go. Good job. Hiding words, hiding God's word in your heart. I'm so proud of you. If your disciple invites somebody to church, a woman that I'm discipling invited her sister to church, which was a huge deal for her. I mean, I stopped what I was doing. I celebrated with her. I told her how proud of her I was, that she's taken those steps of bravery and, um, and that you know God is going to use her to change people's lives. So make sure you've done a ton of deposits before you have a hard conversation with somebody. Number four. Avoid addressing multiple issues at once. As a discipler, take time and through prayer, observe and determine what is the root issue that might be driving some other issues in their life. You would never want to say, you know what, we just need to talk about this because you tend to be so hypercritical of your husband. You're talking all the time. I can't even get a word in edgewise. And next time, could you just be on time? Okay, that's a little dramatic, right? I don't think that you would do that. But my point is clear. Choose one issue and see if you can make it the root issue that might be driving other things. And then number five, you must be committed to their growth. Your motivation in confronting a disciple about an issue that is hindering them should be love, grace, and their continued growth. You're not just confronting somebody just to have the conversation, just to put them in their place, just to show them what needs to change. The the long-term goal is their growth in Christ, their growth spiritually. Be quick to say that you have their best interest in mind and that although they may be initially hurt by the conversation, you are committed to them and to their growth. So question of the week. What issues have you had to speak the truth and love to, to one of your disciples? Or has this ever happened to you? Did you have a discipler bring up an issue to you that needed to change in your life? Well, I love a keeping it real moment. I always include one of these in each one of my podcasts. 
And uh, this one's really going to keep it real. When I was in college, I went on a summer long mission trip to the Middle East. And Linda, one of the project directors of my, of my summer mission trip, and also my partner through the summer, approached me. She said, Lori, there's a few things I'd like to talk to you about. And I remember she did this at the perfect timing. Each week of ministry, we had one day off where we could just chill, hang out in our rooms or whatever. And so she knocked lightly on the door. She asked if I was busy. I loved Linda. I mean, I was like Linda's fan. I wanted to like be Linda when I grow, grew up. So I was like, no, come on in. I'm doing like nothing. I think I was folding laundry. And anyway, we sat and chatted and she said, Lori, you've been so fun to partner with on this trip. Your boldness for Christ, your flexible personality are great assets to our team. And I said, well, thanks. And I was feeling pretty proud of myself, folks. She said, but you know, I've noticed uh, something that I just wanted to bring to your attention. I wanted to talk about it this afternoon. She said, when we all get together at night and you know, talk about our day. And, and what Linda was referring to is that each evening, our whole uh, mission trip, our, everybody on the trip would get together for dinner. We would all have dinner. We'd share about our day, people that we'd talk to about the Lord. She said, well, I've noticed that when we're having dinner, you have a habit of, of interrupting other people when they're talking. She said, often you kind of talk about yourself the whole time without really listening to others and asking about their lives. And I was like, what? My friends, I was not expecting that. This was the first time anybody had brought up something in my life that needed to change. And I'm serious. I, I was so hurt. I was crushed. Matter of fact, now, now just bear with me here. I was so angry at hearing these words. Let me tell you something. Linda said them in the most kind, precious way she could. Tears flowed from my eyes and I yelled at her. I said, well, I hope you're going to go tell all the other girls all their problems. (laughs) And she was so sweet. She said, Lori, I might talk to those other girls about some things, but today we're talking about you. And Linda and I continued to talk at length about this issue. She had some actual examples of this that I could clearly remember. When she left, I was so upset. But let me tell you something. Everything she said was true. I later that night, I wrote in my journal and I asked God to help me because I didn't really know how to change. I had always been that way. I had always talked over people, interrupted people with some funny story I felt like I had to tell. And she really urged me to be others-centered and less me-centered. I'd never even heard those words before. That conversation with Linda has had a significant impact on my life and my ministry. Being able to focus on others rather than being self-consumed, has helped me be a better discipler and a better friend. I was always interrupting people. And I remember Linda really guided me. She said, Lori, one thing you could do is to ask more questions. When somebody shares a story, instead of sharing your story, she said, why don't you ask questions? Ask them about their story. Ask them, well, when did that happen? How did that make you feel? (laughs) 
Isn't that some great advice? I am so glad Linda had that conversation with me. It's changed my life. I'm certain it was not easy for Linda to talk to me about what she had observed. Because I know this from experience. Because when I've needed to confront women about issues in their lives, it's always hard for me. It always takes a step of faith. It involves risk. Years later, I saw Linda at a conference. I ran to her and I thanked her profusely. I reminded her of that day and I said, thank you for having the guts to talk to me about my blind spots. Her taking that day with me many, many years ago was a gift that has helped me in more ways than she could possibly comprehend. In part two, next week, I'm going to share with you some sample scripts I have used when speaking the truth in love, along with some advice on when not to confront. If you want this information now, you can have it. You'll see chapter eight in my book, Discipling Women, and you can find that on my website at lorijoinerministries.org. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for Linda and for that conversation she had with me. Lord, I know I've got many areas of my life I need to work on, but having somebody see my blind spots, point them out to me, and give me a few tools to change was so beneficial that I want to be that person in somebody else's life, even if it involves risk, even if it's a step of faith, even when I feel very uncomfortable to do it. Lord, I pray for the men and the women listening to this podcast today where they know there's an issue with their disciple they need to address. Father, I pray that you would give them the boldness and the bravery and the step of faith that's going to take just like it took Linda to talk with their disciple. Lord, we say that we love you. We want to look more like you. We want to be useful tools and vessels in your kingdom to touch the lives of others for the Great Commission. So Father, any area in our life that needs to be burned away, that needs to go through that refiner's fire, please do it in our lives, Lord, even if you have to use somebody else to initiate the conversation. We say we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Lori Joyner Ministry serves the global body of Christ with discipleship resources, publications, and ongoing coaching and consulting of discipleship ministries. To invite me to speak at your next event and to see a full list of my discipleship books and Bible studies and resources, please visit me at lorijoinerministries.org.